Welcome to Winning the Game of Work, a podcast that helps you enjoy the happy and successful career you've dreamed of. Because let's face it, being hardworking and smart just aren't enough in today's competitive workplace. I'm your host, Terry McDougall, an experienced executive coach who will teach you all the right moves so you can win the game of work with ease and confidence. This is the first episode of my new podcast called Winning the Game of Work. And to kick it off, I'd like to share a quote by Quincy Jones, that inimitable producer, musician, multi-Grammy winning artist, and father of actress Rashida Jones of Parks and Rec fame. Imagine what a harmonious world it would be if every single person, both young and old, shared a little bit at what he is good at doing. Hi, I'm Terry McDougall. I'm the host of Winning the Game of Work podcast, and I'm also the author of a book by the same name. I've been an executive and leadership coach since 2017. And before that, I spent 30 years in the corporate world. And I'd like to share a little story from the beginning of my corporate career. I was blindsided. Maybe I should have seen it coming. But I was just a babe in the woods at the time. I was little over a year out of college working at my first job at a magazine publisher in Boston. My boss, Dennis, had just gotten a new boss, and it really didn't seem to impact him at first. Dennis continued to do what he'd always done, to sell magazine advertising. And when he had the chance to sell one more ad in the issue that had just closed, he did what he'd always done. And that was, he threw his weight around with the head of production, and he got the ad into the issue. But this time, things were going to be a little bit different. Dennis's new boss, Pete, wasn't budging on a new policy that he had put in place. Pete's view was that once the book closed, it stayed closed. And honestly, what happened next is a matter of disagreement. Dennis says he was fired. Pete says he quit. All I knew was that my happy little work family was suddenly missing one gregarious leader. Now, my most earnest desire was to move up in the world of magazine publishing. But as Dennis was escorted from the building, little did I know that along with him went my promised promotion to marketing coordinator. A few weeks later, after the dust of Dennis's departure had settled and Mike, the new sales manager, had been hired, I expected that things would be back on track and I'd get that promised promotion. But the reality was that it was a whole new ballgame. Though I paid my dues as a bright and valued supporter of the ad sales team, and I'd been seen by Dennis as a rising associate ready to go to the next level, Mike, the new sales manager, saw me only as an administrative assistant with no tangible experience in marketing. He interviewed me for the marketing coordinator role, but it soon became clear that he'd only been going through the motions. He ended up hiring an external candidate with an associate's degree and one year working as a marketing coordinator at a local hotel. And in Mike's estimation, my 18 months of service at the publishing company and a BA in economics just didn't equate to the value that the new marketing hire brought. Frankly, I was incensed. To him, I was clearly nothing special. Just somebody who'd been there when he started, kind of like a piece of office furniture. Even when I look back today, it's hard for me not to feel a little bit stunned about what happened. But also when I look back on that situation, I'm honestly no longer surprised at how unfair the decision was. With many years of hindsight, I see a lot of things now 
that were really invisible to me at the time. Now I know that I hadn't been initiated into how the game of work really is played. It was only the first of many lessons that would follow. So there's a reason why I started this podcast and why I wrote my book, Winning the Game of Work. It's been over the course of my 30 plus year career that it dawned on me that the rules I learned in school that helped me be very successful as a student weren't the same rules that govern the business world. And in the early years, every time I expected something to be quote unquote fair based on those old rules, I was severely disappointed. Eventually it occurred to me that there was something deeper going on that I just wasn't seeing. And I was determined to figure out what it was. I was lucky in many ways. I had some good mentors along the way in my career. I also learned a lot of lessons the hard way through that school of hard knocks. And I actually hired some executive coaches a couple times in my career to understand more clearly the context that I was operating in. And I hope that in the coming weeks and months that you'll continue to listen to this podcast, Winning the Game of Work. I plan to share the insights that I learned, and I'm also going to have a full slate of fascinating guests that will share the lessons that they've learned on how you can live a happier and more successful career. The podcast is really for anyone who's experienced confusion about the weird and mysterious things that often happen at work. There's days when you think you're following the quote-unquote rules, but you really don't get the outcomes that you expect. And I'm sure just like anyone, you'd prefer to have a career where you enjoy unlimited success and happiness rather than a grinding job that causes you nothing but stress and misery. This podcast is really about shifting your perspective and helping you learn some of those unwritten rules that nobody ever tells you. I'll share new ways of looking at things that go on at work so you can clearly see the whole game board and develop strategies on how to maneuver so that you can win. Often, the unwritten rules may seem counterintuitive, and honestly, it took me years to make sense of this. Many times in my career, I saw people that I felt were violating what to me were some of the most basic rules of work. But as time went on, I began to understand that they knew the real rules and what to focus on to play the game to win. And without somebody who can guide you, you end up stubbing your toe on that same old rock. A lot of times when we look at people who are currently successful, we can make the assumption that they knew all along that they were going to be successful, that they maybe found that magic elevator that took them to the executive floor. But the reality is that along the way, they made mistakes. And they had moments of uncertainty and even failure. They didn't know in the moment which choices would result in the outcomes that they got. And really, it's only through looking back over their careers that they see these pivotal moments that led them to their present success. And I hope that by having them on and allowing them to share their stories, that you can learn lessons to apply to your own career journey. So I want to thank you so much for listening to this preview of Winning the Game of Work, and I hope that you'll return to listen to my future episodes. We're going to have some interesting conversations with other successful and super cool people who share their insights into how they play the game of work to win. Now, I do have one little trick question. And that is, how the heck do you win the game of work? Well, the funny thing is, is that you actually decide what the objective is for your own personal game of work. The reality is you have much more power and many more choices about what game you're playing, 
how you play it, then you may realize. And I hope as you continue to listen to Winning the Game of Work that you'll learn how to have more happiness and success on your own terms. Thanks for listening to Winning the Game of Work. If you enjoyed what you heard, please like, share, and subscribe. If you'd like to get in touch, go to the show notes. I'd love to hear from you. And now get out there and start winning the game of work. I'm cheering you on.